Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Apologies for the construction noise over there, but it's the danger of rowing outside, which you've got to say on a glorious day like this. Am I going to row anywhere other than outside? Anyway, today's session is going to be a 40 minute push pace session. What do I mean? Well, what I mean is that every four minutes we're going to go a little bit faster. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to start off at 18 strokes per minute and at 2k plus 25, so really soft. And then after four minutes, we're going to continue at 18 strokes a minute, but we're going to go two seconds faster. Then we go up to 20 strokes a minute and then go two seconds faster, then 20 strokes a minute, two seconds faster. And basically just keep on increasing stroke rate and increasing pace. Just listen to me as we go through this and all will be okay, all right? Now you don't have to do the same stroke rate as me, you can do whatever you want, but the most important thing here is that you increase your pace two seconds every four minutes. Now as such, what this is going to do is you're going to start off really easy and wanting to go fast and please don't go faster than the starting pace, okay? Once you get halfway through the workout you're going to go, oh this is feeling a little bit tough, I'm having to kind of hold on here and then as you get into the end of it you're going to be up towards the kind of top end kind of maximum intensity. So this isn't really a workout you can peg in any one level between a bottom, mid or top tier on the intensity workout because it gives you all three. Now as such this is some uh, workout that's going to pop up a few times in the 10k plan. You don't have to do this as part of the 10 kilometer plan don't worry about it you can do this as a standalone because it's such a good workout but if you're doing the 10k plan then this starts off as week one session three and like i say we're going to do this a few more times through the weeks that we're going to be doing the 10k training plan anyway right i've talked way too much so let's get straight into our warm-up four minute warm-up as always i'm going to be starting around about 18 strokes a minute but of course we have to set up a machine first always so go to your drag factor first on a concept two set that where you want it to be or if you're on another machine then just set the intensity or the resistance so you get a good old kind of feeling from the stroke but it doesn't feel as though you're rowing a hippopotamus across the back of a crocodile all right what i mean is not too heavy all right um, next up go to your monitor and if you can set it at eye height so you can keep a nice neutral chin and then your foot straps try and get it to a point either covering the bottom lace in your shoe or the most important thing is, is that you can get forwards to your shins pointing vertically without feeling like you're being held back or feeling like you're scooting way past Right, so like I said, warm up, I'm going to do this at 18 strokes a minute and your intensity to start is going to be just the same as a bodyweight squat, okay? So you're doing a squat but with no weight across your back. Sunglasses on. Orange ones today. Right, here we go then. So then three, two, one, let's go. So you're really just pressing back with just enough force with the legs to be moving the flywheel. You're not thinking about pace right now because... What I want you to do is to work on the timing between pushing into the foot plates with your feet and picking up the flywheel with the hand or the water wheel or the hamster wheel or the ferris wheel or the wheel of fortune whatever you have on your machine Now, the more eagle-eared out there might hear the seat scoot before the flywheel makes a noise. If that's happening, then you're getting your connection wrong. You want to be pushing with the feet at exactly the same time the handle picks up the flywheel in order to put in maximum power and efficiency into the machine. It's important from a body position point of view that you are in that forward lean with straight arms as you do so but we'll talk more about all this kind of stuff during the main row 
don't have to worry too much about increasing pace through this warm-up. Like I say, we're starting all the way down at 2k plus 25. So that's 25 seconds slower than your average time to complete a two-kilometer time trial. There's more info about that in the description to this video, because I know I just flew over that. But hopefully you either know or you'll pause after this warm-up and go and read what I'm on about. Okay, two more strokes. One more. Then we're going to put one foot on the ground. Continue rolling. This helps quite a lot with your body position because you don't have two feet kind of binding you up and preventing you from getting into the right positions at the front and then at the back. Like I say, straight arms, forward lean, and then you push with the legs, holding those straight arms and the forward lean until the back. Swap feet. Now I know I did race through the 2K training pace description really, really quickly, but I think the last 10 roll-alongs that are up here on YouTube, I've described it each and every time in fuller detail. And it is there on the description of the YouTube video. So apologies if you're like, what's he on about? But hopefully you got it. Okay, straight legs and then just row with your arms and your back. So you swing over your hips, then you pull in your arms, out with the arms, swing over your hips. You're just going from a one o'clock forward lean to an 11 o'clock backward lean. And always, you start the drive with that backswing in this routine, in this drill. One more. Arms straight, roll to the front of the machine, press out with the legs. Okay, so all we're doing here is we're breaking up the stroke, you just component parts, so that when you actually are rowing properly, you know about the sequencing of going legs, then back, then arms on the drive and then arms, back, legs from the recovery. This helps with the timing again of picking up the flywheel as well. We get one more in. Ooh, right on zero. Right, there we go then. So that's the warm up done. Keep moving up and down the rail, have a quick drink and I'll describe quickly one more time what we're doing today. Okay then, so what we're doing today is a 40 minute push pace row. So that's a non-stop row, and every four minutes you're going to go a little bit faster. Okay, now we're gonna start right down at 2K plus 25, which is pretty much the slowest I've ever suggested to row one of these sessions. But because every four minutes you're increasing by two seconds, by the end of this, you're gonna be up at 2K plus seven. Stroke rate wise, well, I'm gonna start this off at 18 strokes a minute. So I'm gonna go 18, 18, 20, 20, 22, 22, 24, 24, then 26, 28 to finish, okay? So in order to get through those last two, we're just going to jump up a couple of stroke rates, okay? So it's a tough old row. It's going to start off nice and easy. You're going to feel it's really easy and you're going to want to go faster. But trust me, don't go faster. This is all about increasing your intensity. If you get to a point where you've gone, you've kind of blown your speed guide and you're not able to increase and you've kind of blown the point of this session, please trust me, it's 40 minutes worth of rowing. is quite a long time rowing anyway. You're going to have that intensity because we're starting off at a low stroke rate. And trust me, by the time you get to the end, this is a tough old banana of a workout. Now, as that plane goes overhead, I'm going to have a quick drink. I suggest you do too. 
So I just spilt it all over my face. A towel in case I sweat into my eyes again this time after the worrying moment that happened in the five times 10 minute of session one of the 10K plan. <laughs> but right, so every four minutes we're gonna increase. I'll keep you right, don't worry about it, okay? So just listen to me. Follow me for stroke rate if you want to carry along with me at the same stroke rates or just pick the stroke rate that you're happy with as you increase through this workout. Should we get going? Yeah, let's get going. In three, two, one, let's go. So 18 strokes a minute and 2K plus 25. And this is almost gonna feel like you're hardly putting anything into the machine in order to keep it down at 2K plus 25. It might take you 30 seconds or so to try and control how much of a push from the legs you need in order to get down there. There we go, so that's taken me pretty much 30 seconds to settle in to my pace. And like I say, you are gonna have this urge to want to go a little bit faster. But use this low stroke rate and the much more gentle pace to just ease yourself into today's row and to give yourself a chance to concentrate and contemplate when it comes to your technique. You shouldn't need to choke anything in order to roll this slowly. Really all you're doing is reducing the amount of push from your legs. So your drive speed may be a little bit slower than it would normally be for if you were doing 18 strokes a minute and 2K plus 20 pace. So slightly slower drive, but not so much that you feel you're stalling. And again, if you watch me, in order to row at 18 strokes a minute, I'm not stopping at any point. If anything, I'm just taking my time over each part of the sequence. So get into the catch at the front, drive with the legs, then release the handle, rock over, which is the part you can take time about, but you still flow from one to the other. So I'm not jerking as I release the handle and rock over my hips. I'm not stopping with the handle at the back. I'm flowing from one phase to another. And that's what this kind of a stroke rate can let you work on, is that flow, flow, return. Handle, back, knees. Handle, back, knees which means that you can really work on being in the right position before your knees bend to get you to the front of the machine. 
arms straight, tilted over the hips, up on your sit bones, shoulders relaxed, and then you bend your knees. So the handle, most importantly, is over your knees as you start that knee bend. Okay, three more strokes. And then we're gonna increase by two seconds. Okay, so still at 18 strokes a minute. But just a tiny increase in the power from your legs. Should result in two seconds dropping off your pace. Now if you don't have a concept two, hopefully whatever you're rowing on gives you something that you can gauge your pace on. Even if it's calorie burn or something, you basically have to calibrate your knowledge of your own machine alongside your knowledge of what your body can manage so you know what you need your readout to say in order for it to be a gentle row and then what you need it to say for it to be a tough row and then you can work within those boundaries and adjust your intensity like I'll talk about the intensity scale of like 1 out of 10 up to 10 out of 10 1 out of 10 is sitting on the couch watching TV eating a bag of pickled onion monster munch 5 out of 10 it's kind of around about where we are right now so it means you're putting in some effort your breathing will have increased a little bit heart rate will be on its way up but in no way do you feel stretched or tired out by this you should feel like you could continue this for hours As long as your backside could take it. And then once you get up to like seven or eight out of ten, that's when you're starting to work hard and having to push in order to keep on rowing. But you know as long as you push, you can keep on. And then nine and ten out of ten intensity. That's when you're basically holding on in hopes that you can finish and you're really pushing yourself. So if you don't have a monitor that shows you the current average 500 meter pace, then that's one way to gauge your effort is your perceived effort at the time. Like I say, 
this should be five out of ten probably kick up to five and a half out of ten in 30 seconds time as we go up to 20 strokes a minute and then as we get towards the middle it'll be more like a seven to eight and then as we get to the end it'll be more like a nine to ten okay three two one here we go up to 20 strokes a minute and two seconds faster and again a little bit extra shove from your legs is all it takes to increase your drive speed this time round and by the time you increase your drive speed that then correlates to slightly quicker recovery too that takes care of the increase in stroke rate and kind of just as a result of going two seconds faster or sorry two strokes sorry two strokes a minute faster than you were before that should result and you're going two seconds faster to get what I mean and then when we are lucky enough <laughs> to get to the next increase that will be by pushing a little bit harder with the legs but then keeping the overall time of the drive and recovery the same do try and keep as close to the goal of two seconds per increase as you can I'm wobbling a little bit between my 2k plus 21 and 2k plus 22 Oh, I seem to settle down a bit better now. So, technique as we start going faster and faster becomes more and more important in terms of efficiency, but also control. If you have the same technique for all of your stroke rates, all of your intensities, then all you have to do is adjust either the force from your legs or your stroke rate in order to go faster or slower when you're rowing. The caveat to that is when you're doing like a 100 meter or one minute or even a 500 meter row where quite often you'll see people's stroke completely fall apart in preference of wrenching maximum power out of the machine for every stroke that's why you can see power lifters 
is the ones with the 100 meter records because all they're really doing is a bunch of explosive deadlifts on the rowing machine if they were anywhere near a boat they'd be in the water and so would I to be honest okay four strokes to go then we're going to increase again pace only for me so still 20 strokes a minute but now 2k plus 19 So still the same stroke rate, but just a bit more of a grunt from the legs into the machine. And this is where it really becomes apparent what I was on about in the warm-up, about the connection timing between your feet and your wee hands. Because now, as we're starting to increase pace a bit more into our usual training zones, the importance of the efficiency of your power into the machine grows with every four minute change up. So the important thing is to have nice straight arms, relaxed shoulders, have your fingers hooked over the handle, up on your sit bones, rather than the fleshy part of your backside. handle at neutral height just directly in front of you leaning forwards over the hips with a powerful posture and that forward lean only really goes to one o'clock as you're looking at me you don't want to really crumple forwards into the front of the machine you want everything to be powerful and braced not collapsed and rounded you're not a coliseum because <laughs> that's collapsed and round see I made a funny didn't even mean to Shins vertical as you come to the front. And if possible, try to get into that position. Oi. Without your heels coming too far off the foot plates. They're obviously allowed to lift. But the higher you lift your heels off the foot plates, the more of a chance there is that your butt will scoot away from you 
before your legs and handle connect at the same time. So if your butt scoots back 10 inches, you're losing a lot of drive length, but also a lot of actual force going into the machine from your body angles. Okay, three, two, one, two seconds faster, 22 strokes a minute. And much like the shift up to 20 strokes a minute, this will hopefully just have happened by virtue of a slightly more powerful and faster leg drive. You'll notice that I'm not saying that I want you to pull harder on the handle in order to increase your pace. That's because rowing is not really a pulling motion. It's a push with the legs. You only pull at the back of the stroke. Push, pull. Push, pull. Okay, so keep your arms nice and straight as you drive with the legs. Forward lean. Push with the legs. And then only halfway through the leg drive do you finally swing your back over your hips which if you'll remember the warm-up is a great way to generate power and then as your back is around about halfway through its swing that's when you finally pull in to a finish with the handle. And the thing is, the more you push with your legs, the more force goes into the handle. And if you're getting your stroke right, so that you're getting your timing correct as you push and connect to the handle at the same time you should feel that you are hanging off the handle you're not needing to fight it by bending your arms too soon or or some other kind of wackiness. Sometimes, if your drag factor is too high, you'll find a lot of people will fight the flywheel by wrenching their back too soon because they can't manage it with their legs. And eagle-eyed viewers would have spotted that my pace just plummeted when I skipped 
the backswing. It's really important that you use all of your body to generate the power. So legs, back, arms. Point being that as your legs start to finish their power, your back takes over. There's your back starts to finish, your arms finish. Stroke. Okay, one more. Two seconds faster, still holding 22. So you should be around about 2k plus 15 by now as we hit the halfway point of today's row. Now it could well be virtue of rowing in this heat as well as the fact that I'm talking non-stop but I'm starting to feel the intensity of this row rise and we're only halfway so hopefully you heeded my warning up front about not pushing the opening pace too hard because if you did push too hard there's a good chance you're gonna blow up maybe you never know you might be fantastic and finish nice and strong at 2k pace but I know I have no intention of that okay two more minutes to go on this one keep an eye on your pace I actually find 22s are the most awkward stroke rate for me in terms of pace control I keep slipping by a second now as we get into the next four intervals you might want to start shifting attention to your recovery more remember that you want to get the handle away at the same speed you bring it in at so in out in out but with rhythm that's the important part you're not throwing it away and jerking yourself forwards 
with the rhythm you brought it in you bring it out to trigger your forward lean and then the in position to just bend your knees to roll forwards and if you get that right that's how you can roll at really high stroke rates okay three two one here we go 24 strokes a minute and another two seconds faster 2k plus 13 just settle in to your pace you're okay to take 15 to 30 seconds of each increase to get a feel for how hard you need to push with those legs but if you were to compare the start of this row to right now the main thing you should notice is that your flywheel will be a lot louder as you are laying more power from your legs into the machine simples hopefully you're not using a hamster wheel because the poor wee fella will be run ragged at this stage trying to keep up so we're starting to cross the threshold of our usual training paces I often peg 24 strokes per minute at 2k plus 12 pace so the fact that we're doing 13 right now and then in a minute and a half we're going to increase to 2k plus 11 means that we're now starting to overload the stroke rate but it's okay because 26 is bang on 2k plus 9 that's what I suggest and then 28 I usually suggest 2k plus 5 but we'll only be doing plus 7 
Now you might be wondering what the value of this row is. Well, for a start, it gets you used to rowing negative splits where you increase the pace and don't ease off. Two strokes. All right, 2K plus 11, same stroke rate. So, this increased intensity, negative splits. First off, teaches you how to control your power in your stroke, but also it's a good reflection of how you'll roll your 10k in terms of increasing intensity but without the full-on intensity of actually rowing a 10k time trial which you don't really want to do that often because it will require tapering and recovery if you're going to do it at max so you will sometimes see this session as a 10k push pace where you increase the same way but every one kilometer or purely because of the row along nature of these rows can't do that 10 minutes to go and so I basically averaged a 10k to 40 minutes there will be some of you you can do this in 36 some of you who are 44 and slower but 40 is a great average that means everyone will be pushed in this session all right one minute at this pace and rate and then we'll go another two seconds faster and I'll jump 
to 26. Eight strokes to go. Just by virtue of being 40 minutes, this should be a good old slog for you. Okay, here we go. Now with eight minutes to go, in my mind, that's run about 2k. Be more for some, less for some, but try to hold 2k plus nine for the next three and a bit minutes if you can. This really is where your recovery needs to let you recover. Handle away body rock and just bend your knees. you find you're needing to tug yourself forwards with the foot strap you should concentrate on getting that leg power down before your arms finish Ooh. two minutes you can tell it's beginning to get to me because I'm having to shut up for longer periods of time. But come on, stay with me. If I can finish this and talk to you, then unless you're answering me you have the upper hand here four minutes will be nothing once we get there Remember, we're going to increase stroke rate 
as we get into the last four minutes. And pace two for the final time. One more. Here we go. This is like sprinting home for the last one kilometer. Whew. Keep your pace up. I'm starting to question if I can complete, but I will. Come on, three minutes. You've got it, come on. Keep your rate up. Oh. Make sure to breathe. Come on. All I've got left of me now is platitudes. Come on, technique. Felt myself crumple at the front. Come on. Try and concentrate on that connection between legs and hands. Come on. Forward lean, hold it. Only pull at the back. All right, one minute. 28 strokes. Oh, come on, we've got this. Stay strong. The end is in sight. So is a big drink. You know I'm gonna say it. Let's go hard.
14 strokes. You've got to come on. Sprint home. Almost. Ten seconds. Come on. Last. Pushes. One more. Oh. That was awful. Oh. Who came up with that idea? I'm going to get time to recover before going into a cool down. No cheeky edits today. Come on. When a horse flies, he flew away. Wow. How you doing? You recovered enough from that? Don't want to wait too long before doing a cool down. I certainly don't because I think I need to put more sun cream on. Amazingly, factor 30 is not cutting it in Glasgow today. Oh, right. Cool down, 18 strokes a minute. Body weight squat power, okay? So you adjust, put a light shove into the stroke. In three, two, one, go. Oh. So, that was tough. But I promise you, if there was a specific row that will develop your 10K ability in this entire plan, that's the one. The 30R20s are just there for recovery and building up that foundation fitness. The short, sharp sprint ones are to expose you to the top end stuff, but also just to mix things up and make it a bit more interesting. But if you just did this row with maybe a 30R20 in between and just went this 30, this 30, this 30, this 30 over again, you'd smash your 10k. As long as you're rowing this to pace, of course. If you went out too hard and had to back off, then you need to do it again sensibly. Or if, in the unlikely event that you didn't end up in the same state as me by the end, you may want to start off at 2k plus 23 next time because there's a good chance your 2k time is soft. And I am basing pace-wise most of this on a 2k pace, but if you want to look between the two, usually your 10k pace is about 10 seconds slower than your average 2k. 
excuse me, mussing all the time. It's not really, extrapolating is not the best way to do it. The best thing to do is just to do a 10K time trial. And that will then give you your average. You can work from that. So and if you want to do that, then just adjust it when I say 2K plus 25. If you have a real 10K time to work from, then just do 10K plus 15. 10 second difference between the two, okay? Whew. Right, another one that was mostly just chat about keeping you going and keeping your pace up and things rather than one of my big long meandering stories. What's next? Next one's a long, low rate one, so maybe I'll start to give you meandering stories in the next one. You never know. But anyway, whether you did this as part of the 10K plan or whether this was just a standalone, I really hope you enjoyed it. It certainly is a tough old row. That was really pushed me to the end. Um, I really did think I was going to have to throw in the towel at one point, but because I'm making these for you, I kept strong, finished to the end. So anyway, thanks again for being part of these. Do leave me a comment. Let me know how you got on with it, either in the YouTube video or on the Facebook group, or if this is on the podcast, leave me a wee comment, maybe even give it a review or whatever. It seems mildly underloved, the podcast side of things. Loads of people listen to it, but no one really responds to it. So yeah, not that I'm, that's what I'm about. I'm not about likes and subscriptions and things. I'm just about helping folks. Otherwise, I mean, Otherwise, I'd start to look at the numbers and get quite disappointed. But the fact is that out of, say, if every video gets about a thousand hits within the first few weeks, you've got to figure those thousand people have been people that have actually rode the session rather than just people that clicked on and clicked away. So I'd rather have a thousand people watch it and all row it than have a hundred thousand people watch the first two minutes and then go on to something else just to increase my numbers. Because what's the point in that? Anyway, I've said thank you several times, so I might as well say goodbye. I'll just, let's have a hashtag as the sunglasses, eh? These are my, I've got white ones, these are my wife's, but still they cool, aren't they? Orange. So, yeah. Orange, what was Orange sunnies? Hashtag orange sunnies. It's not going to make any sense, is it? No one's going to know what that means, but at least it shows that you got to the end. Anyway, thank you so much for coming along to this one. Stay safe, be well. <laughs>